Hey guys, this is Ralph Macho. Hey, what's up, y'all? This is William Zapka. You're listening to Cobra Kai Companion, the podcast. Welcome back to another episode of Cobra Kai Companion. And I am Peter. And I am Brianna. And you guys, we are back with some some uh, some new content. Uh, we have uh, a Q&A, one that hasn't been done by John Hurwitz on Twitter for quite some time. Uh, Emmy's um, um, update and also uh, the uh, Netflix Tutum uh, event mm-hmm. where they premiered the uh, season four trailer. Mm-hmm. Well, teaser. Teaser? Well, I mean... I mean, it's a minute long. A minute 14. A minute long is the... Is... Oh God, which yeah, is which? Usually teasers, usually teasers are 30, and trailers are a minute-ish. Plus, but yeah. But then they've also taken to doing, like, two-minute trailers, like we got last year in December. I, I think, well, yeah, I think we'll we'll get that one a little bit later on. Uh, but this yeah. one, I, I think the the one that stands at a minute uh, obviously has a little bit less of the other stuff, like um, you know, a little bit of uh, a little less of Tori, and mm-hmm. you know, uh, I think a little less of Hawk. But yeah, it's, it's fourteen seconds difference. Um, the one that everyone has been sharing on so- social media um, is the one minute one, and I feel like. That might have been cut down for anyone that wanted to post it on Instagram, for example, because if it's over a minute, you'd have to cut it anyway. Uh, oh, so you'd have to take off all the Netflix stuff at the end. Yeah, so uh, whatever it is. So it, it, there's there's definitely uh, some differences uh, in, the, in the 14 seconds and not just like credits or anything like that. Um, anything else that uh, we need to kind of remind in terms of like updates before we uh, just get started? Not that I can think of. I got one. What's that? We have a release date. Oh, that's true. That uh, is significant. Minor. Yeah, that's, it's pretty big. <laughs> it's pretty big. Just uh, a minor detail. We, we, we've been oh, well, also Honeycrisp. We, we may have found the answer uh, for that. Uh, for those uh, that yes. follow us on social media. But uh, yes, the release date, uh, we were told December. Uh, we we did get in the trailer December thirty first, so the end of the year on New Year's Eve. So we my, brought in my first thought on December thirty first. Yeah, was they pushed it as far as possible to get us two seasons in the same year. Okay, that is as far as they could possibly go. <laughs> yeah. Um. So I. And and season five, if rumors are to be believed, they are in Atlanta right now. Right, um, in production. Yeah, rumors are that they are filming. So, but we we don't have any real confirmation of that this year. They haven't said anything. They haven't said anything, but if you follow the cast, some of the actors are in Atlanta. Right, except Martin Cove, who is in L.A. <laughs> he dancing. is dancing with the stars. Yeah. Yes, so rooting for uh, for Marty. Uh, so if you guys are paying attention, uh, there's yes, obviously text numbers. Martin to yes. uh, what's I just two. I'm not going to say it because I'll I'll be wrong. But um, I've, I've got it on. But... 
Twitter yeah, yeah. and I'll forward it, you know, so you can have the phone number to call and the phone number to text and, and all of it. He needs all of our votes, all of our support, because Martin Cove, the dancer, is so ridiculously sweet. And you know what? Might have one of the best dress uh, sets for for his number, like, in a long time. Oh, yeah. They went out of their way to really, <laughs> like, they this did. is Martin Cove from... Karate Kid slash Cobra Kai. The call and response with the audience was oh, yeah. amazing. That was amazing. Yeah. Oh, they they know what's up. Like, if you haven't even watched Cobra Kai, you still say, yes, yeah, Sensei. Like, you, you know what's up. Yeah. You you call Martin Cove Sensei, period. <laughs> <laughs> Especially right. if he says, fear does not exist in this dojo, does ba- ballroom? it? Ballroom? Ballroom. Ballroom. Yeah. And then I loved the little smirk or and something. the, yeah. you're all lying. <laughs> Yeah, he's pretty good. He's pretty good. Uh, so yeah, we definitely uh, wish him well, and hopefully uh, he he can, um, you know, go go all the way or go the distance, whatever phrasing you want to use for it. But um, yeah, so I we'll, think yeah. once he gets into the actual, I think he's going to have the same strength that Ralph did. Ralph okay. was a little weak on some of the Latin dances, just because you need a lot of hips, and Ralph doesn't have hips. So, um, but His I think hips that, lie, is what you're saying. Uh, yeah, they're 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 very small. <laughs> um, <laughs> but Marty, I think once he gets to the classical ballroom dancing, once we're looking at the waltz or the Viennese waltz or um, the foxtrot, even um, quick step, I think will give him some trouble just because of how fast you have to move your feet. But I think he will excel at the. You know, classical man leading, woman following, full contact ballroom dances. I think mm. he'll be a lot better at those. Okay. Yeah, so we'll definitely keep an eye out. And uh, obviously, if you guys follow him on social media, he does retweet and reshare and mm-hmm. uh, and all that. Um, you know. And so does Jesse. So follow Jesse yes. Cove, too. That's correct. Yep, yep. His son, Jesse, who played David in season three. Um Okay, so I, I guess we'll kind of get into it. Uh, this Q&A, it was a little short. They were flying back to L.A. for the Emmys. Um, so the update is uh, Cobra Kai was nominated for four categories for um, Best Outstanding Comedy, um, Best Sound Mixing, Best Sound Editing, and Stunt Performances by, um, uh, gosh, Julia. Oh, man, I wish I had the names in front of me. Is it Maggio? Is that does that sound right? She um, doubles. Julia for, Maggio. No, Ma- Maggio. Like like M A G. Here, I I had it up just a second ago. Uh, stunt performance, Maggio. Yeah, Maggio. Okay. You know, like, like Joe DiMaggio, but Maggio. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, M A G G I O. So Julia, she doubles for Mary. Uh, obviously, Janelle Kerfman, uh, who was stunt coordinator seasons two and three, um, and uh, doubles for Peyton. Uh, mm-hmm. John Chihinger, I, I'm sure I butchered it. I always pronounce his name wrong. I know I do. Also, Rickenberger, you per- <laughs> mispronounce right. sometimes too. He, <laughs> he just has all the the, the, the tough names. But uh, I call him Rickenbacker half yeah, the time. Sure. Yeah, yeah. yeah that, I think that's a popcorn. But um, that kid. Yeah. But yeah, he plays Rickenberger on uh, uh, of the Cobra Kai dojo, and then Mark uh, Kananizato, who doubles for Ralph and Sholo, and is also a like a um, you know random stunt performer in a sequence that will require him to be there. Mm-hmm. So, uh, so stunt performance, sound editing, sound mixing, and best comedy. Uh, unfortunately, no wins. 
but you know there are more seasons to come and mm-hmm. uh, you know it was just unfortunate Ted Lasso was in some of these freaking categories as well which I, I do hear uh, is a great show and it, for me c- coming from a fan of Cobra Kai it's a little frustrating and you know I, I can feel how I want to feel right but uh, right. you know I'm not going to say the academy or the panel whatever got it wrong but it's no. it's a little frustrating for me as a fan where we started on um a platform like youtube premium couldn't get a goddamn person to watch it ted right. lasso is on apple plus which i'm pretty sure a lot of people don't have exactly or in our kind of in the same boat it's like well we would love to watch ted lasso and agree with everybody too but not having that access to it we're just like well, Cobra Kai till we die, you know. Right. Uh, so that's that's kind of where I, Jason, I stood with this. Jason Sudeikis is apparently like the second coming, and that's awesome. I've but been a big fan of I've Jason Sudeikis. Never, so I'm very I've never happy seen for him, him in anything. Right. So okay, <laughs> he, okay, yeah, yeah, you, you're probably correct, but no, yeah, he, he's he's great. He's uh, comedic. Um, I first started seeing him on Thirty Rock as Tina Fey's uh, uh, love interest in in some of the uh, seasons, or I don't remember how. How much he was in it, but um, a fan of his for sure. And uh, again, I'm sure it's well deserved because you know people can't uh, stop talking about Ted Lasso. Uh, I I do want to check it out, but right. again, it's it's one of those like things like think about think about just a few years ago in the drama category, you had Game of Thrones, freaking Mad right. Men, um, right. Breaking Bad. You know, so like John Hamm was like, oh, of course, fucking Brian Cranston again. <laughs> you know, so right, totally right. get it. This is just one of those things. It sucks that we share, you know, uh, uh, categories with some pretty amazing shows, too. So, um, yeah. And I think it's it's possible because I, I am what I'm hearing about Ted Lasso and about Jason Sudeikis is that it is amazingly funny. Yeah. Very heartfelt, very Wholesome realistic, show. but very yeah. funny. Um, I think putting December 19th. The single least funny episode uh, of the entire three seasons um, as the episode up for consideration against a, you know, actual comedy that wants right. you to, you know, laugh. Um, but also I the think footage. it may have. I mean, it's, it's, it's the best episode of anything they've ever written. I'm not going to deny that. That is the right. single best script that these three have ever written. But it's just not funny. Now I I don't know what is exactly submitted, um, you know, when when being put in for a, a nomination. But when we're watching it, we see the chop shop fight, you know, when when mm-hmm. it's Cobra Kai. So that that is not a funny scene. That's an action sequence. Yeah. And so like I I don't know if another sequence may have changed, you know, the votes. I'm not sure, but um, you know, just to think of some funny stuff. Like what what if it was like. You know, Daniel and Johnny in the car chasing after the van or or visiting Trey and Cruz and the bitch slapping. You know, there's some really funny stuff that I, I, uh, I Daniel do Daniel getting hit in the face with Johnny's nuts. I mean, it's hilarious. <laughs> to us, it is. That's the other problem. It, with, I, I'm not going to argue that, you know, it's not overall a comedy because overarching over all of the episodes. Yes, it's probably more funny than it is dramatic. Yeah. But a lot of that comedy is also in jokes. Yes, yes, you're right. That you have to really, really know the movies, know the characters 
to understand the funny little shout outs they put here and there. Yeah, I, I feel like we, um, uh, since we've never really did it, did it we should probably kind of do it over. And, um, you know, be, because of the lack of Cobra Kai representation, uh, other than stunts in the previous seasons, um, we need to kind of get back on the, the banquies. You know our, you know our own awards we that do. we kind of came up with. Yeah, so we we have some stuff that we were supposed to put up. We have then, the results. Yeah, we've had the results since December. Yeah, don't and worry. It, it was just kind of right before season three, so that's why we dropped the ball on that. So we'll, you know, we'll, right. we'll have our own thing, and where we'll have our followers and our listeners uh, be able to vote on on our own Cobra Kai specific categories and such. So uh, Hayden had even participated in, in some of those uh, voting of, of categories. So. So we mm-hmm. got some stuff for, for our own fandom um, in the right. books for sure. And I do want to say before we get completely off the Emmys that yeah. my biggest disappointment okay. was I sat through the entire red carpet event on E! And then I sat through the entire Emmys. I mean, I watched the entire thing. I didn't stop when Cobra Kai lost. Um, I do believe that the camera picked up the faces of every single person in that tent with three exceptions. I, I I I see where you're going. I'm gonna disagree because I have a theory. I feel the ones that are in that room were very strong potential winners, you know, and maybe they were only limited to X amount of people in that room. So maybe Cobra Kai wasn't like a favorite like Ted Lasso. So maybe the Cobra Kai guys were somewhere else because obviously we they saw all the pictures. To be. They had to be in that tent. Now, there was one point when I saw three men in tuxedos hanging around the back, just like walking in circles around each other. I I don't know. I mean, I was like, oh, it would it, it would fit with their mo that that's those three. Yeah. You know, just wandering around because that. <laughs> what else are they gonna do? Um, they were absolutely in the tent, and they were absolutely on the red carpet. Yeah. They took selfies of them standing next to the the giant Emmy statue that E was doing all of their interviews in front of. Yeah. Um, and I watched every person that walked behind them, and I watched the, like, drama camera that they had going on down there, and I every camera shot. Every, I was standing in front of my TV for two and a half hours because I was checking the crowd. Every, I, just, I just wanted to see them. Yeah. And it, then it turned out that Outstanding Comedy was the one category that they did not show the other nominees' reactions. Right. So we didn't even get a shot of them clapping for Ted Lasso. Yeah, I, I do... I don't know. Maybe because Ralph and Billy weren't there too, so maybe that's why. I I think that that's kind of like the other thing too. Like, is the stars of the show also there? You know. I just wanted to see my guys. I mean, we, they we showed other writers and creators and they showrunners did, like that didn't get stuff. nominated yeah. or didn't win. Yeah. I just wanted to see our guys. I mean, it's, that's a big deal. It's our it's our little show that could right. That that's kind of well, yes. we're, we continue to be the underdogs uh, in the the little, the, the little show that could. Yeah. Yeah. So um, I unfortunately number one show in the world can't <laughs> yeah. win an Emmy. Yeah, uh, that's right. Um, only in our fandom. 
Um, right. <laughs> I, I missed out on the red carpet. Uh, and also, apparently, it was supposed to be streaming on Paramount Plus, which I still have because I, I did pay for it uh, after my trial ended. Um, was not able to freaking stream the Emmys. And luckily enough, I have YouTube TV and I watched it that way. <laughs> so by the time I watched it, it was just right when they got into like writing and stuff like that. And then, oh, um, okay. you know, I, I, I have a phone. Uh, next to me while I was doing things. I think it was also dinner time for us. And, and so it, it was it was hard to like really pay attention, but I was really kind of just waiting for our categories to come up. So, um, but, you know, again, job well done uh, to everybody on Cobra Kai. You guys all know that we love you and everything you guys do. So, and, and they know that they have the best fans in the world. So. We love TB3. We do. Uh, all right. In so TB3, this, we trust. Church absolutely. of Schleelwitz. <laughs> Church of Schleelwitz, yes. Um, okay, so let's get into some of this Q&A. We'll um, skip the stuff that's obviously not a Cobra Kai related as usual, and we'll try to kind of just stick with the things that we uh, think is are pretty important so we can get into the trailer analysis that you guys are really tuning in for. Uh, right. I've already been asked a number of times, and it it's only been like a day since it's um it, uh, literally like a little over twenty four hours. Yeah, a little over twenty four yeah, hours since it's uh since it's dropped. Okay, so um, let's see you let's see you read the questions and I I read his answers. Yes, you are the voice of John Hurwitz. Now I am. Yes. Yes. Okay. So from uh, David Regan at Roto Regan, uh, Miyagi Sato prequel series possible. John says, we're batting around ideas for various Karate Kid slash Cobra Kai spinoffs. Some further along than others won't spoil anything beyond that. Hashtag Cobra Kai. So I love that because that is a confirmation that they are batting around ideas at least. You know, that that spinoffs are a a very very real possibility and not Mm -hmm. just something that somebody wrote up that, oh, they can possibly do spinoffs. So they're kicking around ideas and... um, no, they're doing a... more than kicking. It sounds to me like <laughs> some of them may actually be in pre-production right now. Perhaps. There was a, a certain writer by the initials of RMK, take a guess who that is, uh, who right? was tight-lipped about a certain question I asked him a, of a, um, an idea that he had once had. So, yeah, it was um, the one question that he kept his mouth shut on. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> and, and there, there <laughs> were other questions that were unsolicited that he just offered answers to. Um, right. But I would love... A Miyagi Sato prequel, but I would also love just Miyagi coming to the U.S. after the tragic events of what we heard in the first Karate Kid movie. Right. Because I don't know if yeah. I want to see that, you know, like, because we, we've heard that story, right? This is similar to Rogue One. There were plenty of people that welcomed Rogue One, but there were people who were like, well, we know how it ends. Why do we need this story? You know, so... Uh, I, because of the, the heroism involved. I mean, if they were to do... Uh, Mr. Miyagi, you know, in in nineteen, what was it, nineteen thirty? Late thirties, yeah. Yeah, um, I will welcome it. You know, so don't. <laughs> yeah, nobody yeah, get it yeah. Twisted I mean, it'll I'm be like, oh, it'll I'm... be it'll be very heavy, but that would put the four forty second on a television screen, mm, so people can actually see and and what know it was a little bit like more of the history. Yes, and what absolutely. they did. Uh, I, I, I may have some recorded audio about Miyagi and the 442nd somewhere. Right. <laughs> yeah, somewhere v- on my computer. Yeah. Moving on. <laughs> <laughs> because that's another uh, brief fail. Okay. Uh, this is um, NIH, knee, 
Um, CK4 is coming at Sweet Cobra Kai. Uh, what can we expect from the character Samantha LaRusso? It was clear at season three that she has the spirit of leadership in her. Will this be further developed at season four? John replies, giving any specifics would be a spoiler, but I can say that Sam has some of my favorite moments of season four, and Mary Mauser took her karate game to the next level, hashtag Cobra Kai. And we see a little bit of that in the in the trailer, you know. Um, you know, she yes. does this kick, which she actually did in the teaser as well, mm-hmm. with the the new recorded uh, action sequences, you know, of yeah. each of the characters doing something. So, so she's been working on that kick apparently, and uh, I think she's pretty proud of it, and she looks pretty good doing it, pretty natural. Um, yeah, yeah, but, she's getting a lot better, and so um, so is Peyton. Yes. And, um, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely get to uh, Peyton's um, uh, moments in, in the teaser later, too. But I, I really enjoyed a lot of the emotional uh, sequences from Mary in Season 3, so I'm definitely looking forward to her in Season 4. Absolutely. Okay, next question comes from our friends. Are you Karate Kidding Me, the podcast, Colin and Jenny, at Karate Kid Pod? Did y'all throw around other names for what would become Eagle Fang? And if so, what were the contenders? Oh my god, I, I can't. I've been waiting to get to this tweet in particular. But also, shout out to Are You Karate Kidding Me? If you guys didn't know, they coined the Miyagi-verse. Yes. So, uh, if you guys didn't know that, you heard it here. And anytime you hear Miyagi-verse, that was them. Anytime you in hear- the news, on YouTube, in reaction videos, Wikipedia. in news articles, Wikipedia, it is every TB3 uses it all the time. They like literally use it to refer to what they're writing. Um, TB3 it's amazing. was made by us. Yes. So we have that on <laughs> we the got interview that one. with John and you Josh. You got that one. That was yeah. that was before my time. But I, I, I think um, I that, that was a stinger in, in that interview with John and Josh where uh, one of them, you know, they they basically said, yeah, that, that really caught on. So they mm-hmm. were crediting Cobra Kai Companion for TB3. Yeah. So if there was any question, because I was, I was questioning it, I was just like, Jacob Bertrand was using that. Where where did he get that? You know, so. Mm-hmm. And and uh, Jenny tweeted out the other day that every time the word Miyagi versus uttered, a bonsai gets another mm-hmm. leaf. <laughs> I love that. So the answer to uh, Jen slash Colin's question or tweet rather, John says we didn't get excited until we came up with Eagle Fang, but others on the short list were Mad Mongoose, Iron Eagle, Badass Vulture, Tiger Claw. Not to be mistaken with White Tiger Claw or White Claw or whatever. Uh, Blood Grizzly, Blood Thirsty Tiger, Tyrannosaurus Rex, spelled R, or I'm sorry, W R E C K S, uh, Tyrannosaurus Bear. What? I, for some reason, I forgot that one. Yeah, that's, <laughs> uh, Tyrann- that, that's dumb. <laughs> uh, badass Bears, uh, Rabbit Eagle, and Guns and Karate. I All like right. Guns and Karate. That's funny. Do you? Yeah. Do you? You like that one? Okay. My my absolute favorite though is Mad Mongoose. <laughs> Mad Mongoose is is a pretty good one. Iron Eagle. It's 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 the movie, you know. So that one's kind of like, I feel would would be kind of hard to um to go with. Badass right. Vulture is not terrible. Um, Tiger Claw I like, but sounds like an actual dojo. Um, right. <laughs> Blood Grizzly. Okay. All right. You know, it doesn't sound like Johnny to me, but okay. Bloodthirsty no. Tiger, kind of in the same boat as the previous one. Now, Tyrannosaurus Rex, I think that one's creative. Problem, T-Rexes have really short arms. You got yes. no range. <laughs> yes. So, um, 
that that's so that's why I I would definitely uh, nix that one. But they have enormous legs, which ties into the kicking of the the taekwondo, right? That's that's, that's true. But this one feels more like Miguel to me because that's a word play. Yeah, yeah. So this one would have come from, this one would have come from Miguel. Yeah, it it just a lot of syllables, and I'm sure it would have just been like T Rex W R E. Right, and put that on a T-shirt. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Badass bears is too close to bad news bears to me. I actually liked it because of how close it was to to badass bears. Okay. Um, Tyrannosaurus bear is just dumb, so we're not even going to mention that. That's dumber than eagle playing. Yeah, rabbit eagle. Like I don't, I don't hate that one. I'm not bad at it, but it's like you say it so fast, it almost sounds like rabbit. Like right, rabbit eagle. Rabbit eagle. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Rabbit eagle. And guns and karate. Okay, sure. You know, that's cute. Except you don't really want to, you know, guns. Um, Yeah, sure. Maybe karate and roses would have made more sense. Do you think <laughs> or so? Or at least been more politically correct, you know, as I as I finger quote that. Yeah. Um, guns and karate don't go well together unless your name is Indiana Jones. Okay. Sh- sure. <laughs> <laughs> so there you go. There are some of the other possible names. Put some of those on a t-shirt. So. See, but Mad Mongoose, I mean, I have been... Since season one, I have been pushing, pushing, pushing for Johnny and Daniel to make their own dojo and call it something mongoose. Because the mongoose is the only animal that can kill a cobra. And they are real. Bert is right. Contrary to Johnny's belief. Everybody's always always right right. on that show, but Johnny. (laughs) Right. Yeah. Bert's always right. Okay. So. All right. Um, I'm reading those names, though. I'm actually kind of glad, as dumb as Eagle Fang is, that it's the one we got. Yeah, it 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 makes the most sense, ironically. (laughs) Yes, it does. And it fits Johnny. Yes. Okay, so talking Cobra Kai at Kai Talking. John Hurwitz, who is the best fighter out of the big three? Uh, John says, we're all untrained and have managed to avoid physical confrontations in our adult lives. Do tickle fights count? (laughs) And, uh... I want a video of that. I, 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 as soon as I saw that, I was like, that is way more information than my brain needed. I'm, I'm picturing them. Because now I have this uh, this vision of them in the office in Atlanta on that couch tickling yes. each other. Yes, taking turns, tapping in. Hate it, your turn. All right, Josh. <laughs> you know, like, I want that. That's so weird. Who gets in tickle fights with their coworkers? We're not going to judge. We're not going to judge here. Okay, this is a no-judgment zone. <laughs> That's right. Tickle all you want, fellas. Film it, for God's sake, and share it. Okay. Yeah, go ahead. Do that. <laughs> um, Amber Hirsch at Amber S. Um, on the plane to PHX, which is Phoenix. Uh, OG girl, what's it like to work with legends Ralph Macchio, William Zabka, and Martin Cove? John replies, it's a blessing when you meet your heroes and they don't disappoint. Ralph, Billy, and Marty are all fun-loving, talented guys who care just as much about the show as we do. If that wasn't the case, the show would have been dead on arrival. Love them all. Hashtag Cobra Kai. I love that. Especially um, sometimes you should meet your heroes line. He says that a lot. Yeah. About about those three. And as someone who has been lucky enough to meet all three of my heroes, um, he's right. Yeah, they have not disappointed uh, the two times I have seen them. I was terrified, terrified 
to meet Ralph because, I mean, it's been 35 years. He's been in my head and I've had this vision of this, you know, super sweet, super smart, super understanding. Like I, he was Daniel in my head. Right. And I'm like, what if he's an asshole? What if he's, you know, one of those guys that, that sits three feet away at photo ops and doesn't make eye contact with you? What if he's, what if he's an ass and he's not? Right. Oh my God, he is not. Um, so yeah, I love that answer. It's a great answer. Um, let's see the next one. Um, okay, uh, Be Water Creative at Let's Be Water. Our friend Mark. Hi Mark. Uh, lovely. St- Hi Mark. Uh, well, lovely stuff, John. And at a UK friendly time too. Um, as action is such a big part of the show, did you have an idea at the outset of how you wanted it to look and feel on screen? And if so, were there any specific inspirations for that? Hashtag Cobra Kai. John replies, our biggest inspiration was simply Karate Kid. In all areas of storytelling, including stunts, our goal has been to continue the legacy while modernizing. As we've had more fights, we've played more with the style, but all choices are driven by the emotions of the moment. Hmm. Wow. So, I mean, they put a lot of thought into um, choreography and fight sequences as well. Uh, Right. And, and, you know, they're taking their cues from the Karate Kid because even as adults, you can see when they, when they bust out the moves, Daniel is completely different from Johnny. Right. When they're fighting together, when they're fighting each other, when they're fighting other people, um, it just, their styles are just completely different. Johnny is very sharp and, you know. Uh, pounding and boom, boom, and Daniel is more flowing and graceful. Right. Um, and it's wonderfully done, beautifully done. Having spoken with Jano and Hito too, they they do talk, they spoke about um, you know kind of referencing the old movies to see what the style of the legacy characters were like, so that way you can still see a little bit of it in their adulthood. Mm-hmm. So continuity. Yeah, I love it. Okay, next question comes from Krista at Krista. Um, is Tanner in season four? I didn't see him in the snippet trailer. She must have blinked because I saw him. Yeah, uh, <laughs> he's there. He's there. Uh, John says, Tanner is very, very much in season four and he's awesome. Don't let snippets fool you. Um, I think I understand where she's coming from because actually watching it the first time, I thought Tanner was Jacob. Right. There, there's the one um, like a flying kick or something. People yeah. Were like, yeah, weren't sure. Yeah, yeah. OK. I yeah. Remember. And they go from they go from Jacob doing his thing straight into Tanner doing his. It was the and hair. It, yeah. I, I think and it looks got thrown off. Yeah. 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 It, now watching it second, third, fourth time, you can see him. Mm-hmm. But that first time I was like, "Ooh, that's Jacob. You guys, you guys got to do what I do sometimes. Play it at half speed. Yeah. Yeah. It sounds ridiculous, but, you know, it helps. It liter- literally sounds ridiculous, too, because it's modulated and slow dialogue. <laughs> right. Also, yeah. So, but, um, yeah, I even attempted uh, a quarter speed last night on my uh, 4K TV and no audio played because I think it was too slow. Um, oh, yeah, because otherwise a, you get yeah. fear does. Oh, yeah. It's, I mean, half and, speed and already like, kind of drove me crazy, but... I'm trying to catch everything I can, uh, like in the frames and not just like, you know, the characters that we're focusing on in that sequence. So, right. Whereas if the audio is on, you get Dory talking whale. Yes. 
I so. get that reference. I, I know yes. Dory. <laughs> All parents will understand that. Yes. Okay. And then another one from Krista. Are there going to be any new characters introduced in season four? John says, there are several new characters who I expect to become fan favorites. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Uh, obviously, we know uh, Devin, played by Uno. Yep. Uh, Una, is it? I think, yeah, I think it's O'Brien. I'm trying to remember if uh, there's yeah. an O or not. Yeah, yeah. Uno O'Brien yeah, plays so. Devin. And uh, Dallas Young plays Kenny. Yep. Yep. I, that, yeah, Dallas Young sounds right. It's definitely Dallas. Yeah, definitely Dallas. I'm, I'm, I don't think he has three names, so... Now, my question, because here's, you know, Brianna Davidson, Cobra Kai Companion, at Brianna25, and it doesn't really apply to Cobra Kai, but it's my question, so I'm going to ask it anyway. Yes. Um, tuxedos or business casual for the big night, planning an after party. Also, congratulations, love you guys, and I just know you're going to win with Snake, Karate Gi, and a trophy. All right, Dan. John replies, tuxedos all the way. Expect us to be looking sharp as we lose to Ted Lasso. So did he tweet that from the future? I think he tweeted that from the future. But yeah. um, they not only looked sharp, they, they're, they're, they had great haircuts. Um, they all looked freaking happy. Josh Heal did the fucking crane kick, you know, for a photographer. They mm-hmm. were having a lot of fun, and I was just so happy to see them. Yeah, I, I wish we had seen them on screen and not just their photos. But yeah, you know, yeah. Well, I mean, next year, next year, next year, next year, we're going to send them up year. with. Yeah. We'll we'll send them up. Um, we'll have Billy Porter dress them. Then they'll definitely stand out on the red carpet. Uh, Billy Porter. I, I I don't know this name. Pose. Oh, okay, okay. Yeah, he. Okay, I got you. I got you. Yeah. Did, didn't they win? They they won for. They won for something. He, they won for something because, well, and Billy was a presenter too. Okay. Um, and then, um, oh my God, I just forgot his last name. Drag Race. RuPaul? RuPaul. Yeah. I completely forgot the Paul part. I'm like, Ru. <laughs> Never mind. Rudy? Okay. <laughs> right, right. Yeah, he's only been famous for the last 30 years. I could give me go. Which also won for Best Competition Show, I believe. Yes, making Uh, him the winningest black celebrity, or making him the winningest black man in Emmy history because he now has 15. That's awesome. That's amazing. All right, so next question is from Jason Restow, JSN Restow. When you guys pitched the story show to Ralph and William, did you pitch the entire story and vision or just early on seasons? John says, we pitched our overall game plan for the show, but focused mostly on the first couple seasons, which is which is fair. Like, you know, why go through all of that and maybe, you know, have them get bored or something? You know, you just give them the juicy stuff early on. Right, right. But you also realize that means that Ralph and Billy know the basic construct of the rest of the show. I feel like they would have to being executive producers also or producers on the show, co co executive or whatever the actual title is. Yeah. I feel they like they'd have spill. to. I bet, though, they didn't give Marty the whole. Because if they'd given you, Marty. Look, you, you don't want to give Marty thing, the whole anything, okay? Because we would it, know it. It would just get tweeted out. <laughs> yes. And then deleted. And then, like, the, you know, the dozen of us that screenshotted, you know, all of that. Like, oh, all of a sudden it was deleted. What happened? 
Right, or he would he would um, you know accidentally give the entire six seasons away on a panel at a convention, <laughs> yeah. um, with Jesse filming, going "Shut up, Dad! Shut up, Dad! Right, shut right, up!" Right. Dad. <laughs> <laughs> oh, boy. Okay, so that's the next Paley question. Center for you, right there, for those that uh, for the newer fans that came afterwards. Yes, that was a good time. That was all right. Eli Reynolds is next at Eli Reynolds Rap. Oh, that is an awesome name. Is striking a balance between servicing the source material and catering to a new generation of fans ever difficult in the writer's room or just a welcomed reality of the show? It's a great question. It um, is. To which John answers, a welcomed reality that we enjoy creatively, cre- creatively, creatively. Our goal has always been to make a show that viewers with no Karate Kid knowledge can enjoy as much as super fans. They just enjoy it slightly different way. Slightly in different ways. Uh, hashtag Cobra Kai. Yep. yep. That's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Beautiful question, beautiful answer. All right. So August Stovall at Team Stovall 5. My family's favorite ending is season three in the air tonight remade. Perfect song for a perfect ending to a season. Did you have any other songs in mind for that ending? Good luck at the Emmys. You all deserve it. John says, can't remember which song we initially pitched, perhaps Schlossberg or uh, Healed do, but our editor, Zach Arnold, giddily presented us that in the air, us that in the air tonight remake in his first cut, and we didn't consider alternatives after feeling those goosebumps. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Um, I feel uh, Josh uh, did reply in that He thread. did. That's yeah. what I'm going in. And this uh, would ah. have been freaking amazing. Princess of the Universe by Queen. I from the Highlander movie. That I, song. I'm familiar. Oh, you do. Oh my God, I love that song. Oh, okay. I thought I heard differently there. Um, yeah, I, I am familiar with that song from from some of the podcasts I listen to. Uh, that that song comes up pretty often. I mean, Queen. Come on. I, if you watched season two, you know that they're fans of Queen. Oh yeah, um, and when I was when I was a kid. One of the few albums that I had on cassette was the Highlander soundtrack. My brother gave it to me. So, I mean, give me the prize. Um, Wouldn't have worked in that instance, but that is definitely one that could work for Johnny and Daniel at some point. Um, uh, Princes of the Universe would work. One Vision would work, as long as you cut out the fried chicken line at the end. Um, But just there's so much about the Highlander soundtrack that would fit the Cobra Kai aesthetic. Right. And you can never go wrong with Freddie Mercury. Um, fun fact for, again, kind of the newer fans, um, Hayden once revealed in our Facebook group that um, the original song Head Games in Ace Degenerate, that was supposed to be, was it Survivor's Oceans? It was... Um, it was Survivors. More a, of a love song than Head Games is. Right. But uh, is Oceans, is that the name of the song? I, I, I feel... think that sounds right. Yeah. Um, I can look it up, but... Um, and it's super romantic. And, I mean, I, of course, and, you know, I, I, I am a bro shipper, we shall say. Um, it's definitely Oceans, because I have it uh, previously played before on my phone. There you go. So, this, this is the song that would have been playing... With Johnny having those flashbacks. I'll just fast forward a little. Yeah, turn that off. They're going to get us demonetized. <laughs> just a few seconds. 
So I can kind of hear it. You know, it's, yeah. a, it's, it's same the same kind of tempo. beat. Yeah. 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 Mid tempo. and the, yeah. What I love about head games is it's, it is a dysfunctional love story. Yeah. Um, it fits it's about, you know, yeah, two people in a relationship that keep doing this to each other. And it fits with Johnny and Daniel. Absolutely. Right? Hashtag yeah. LaRusso. Mm-hmm. Okay, so um, Ibrahim, um, at Mr. Funny Guy, have you laid out your plans for season five and have you figured out when to end it? Some shows have this problem that they just make stuff as they go and it results in weak later seasons. I don't want that to happen to Cobra Kai. It's one of my favorites. Uh, that wasn't a very funny tweet, Mr. Funny Guy. But, right. Uh, John replies, we are very deep into our season five planning. Several scripts and outlines have been written, and we are definitely writing towards an end game, which will hopefully be beyond season five, which, I mean, talks from previous years is that six, right? That That's, mm-hmm. I'm, I'm saying this, but that's kind of the magic number. Um, that's kind of their end game, but... You know, if they go past that, I'm sure they have a great story to continue. Otherwise, I feel after season six, we're looking at possible spinoffs. Right. Now, I, I, I think Ibrahim has a very, very good point here. I, I completely um, agree. I think it's a, it's a great tweet. I was just being facetious about his name. Oh, well, yeah, because he's Mr. Funny Guy <laughs> and it's not. It is a very serious tweet. But yes, Supernatural was intended. Eric Kripke had five years written and he had an ending. And you can tell that they rewrote the ending of season five to put another character where Dean should have been. And then they went on for another 10 years. And it was really kind of too much. Yeah. In CIS, after Tony and Ziva were gone, and now Abby is gone. So the only, uh, the only two originals are um, Ducky and Gibbs. Um, it's been on too long. It it should have gone off when Tony left. Um, And uh, ER, which was intended to be the story of John Carter, 10 years, and then he left. And the show kept going without Carter, who was supposed to be the main character of the show. (laughs) Yeah. And it just got really kind of... Uh, they didn't have a cohesiveness moving forward without him because they didn't have like a central character that they wanted to focus on anymore. And it just, it went on too long. Yeah. I, I, I feel they've had this outline since the beginning. Right. And the, right. The, the target of six seasons, they don't want to overstay their welcome. And I completely understand. Um, after talking to RMK is very much, you know, the, 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 uh, the scenario of the Karate Kid Part 3. You know, he didn't want to write it. They're like, here's some money. And he said, okay, what do you want? You know, like, the, I, I don't think the big three... And you can tell. ...would do that. Yes. And um, so, there you go. You, yeah. you guys don't... As, like, we know people love the Karate Kid Part 3, but also, you know, why why give us, like, a season 7 to 8 where we're like, okay, what what the hell is going on here? Right. You know, why, why, why is there... Um, vampires and werewolves all of a sudden, you know, uh, we, we don't want... Well, they're appealing like to the teen crowd then. Um, yeah, sure. But if, if they have, I mean, Supernatural had a definitive ending at season five. It was not a happy ending. He always said Dean and Sam would never have a happy ending. They were supposed to jump into hell together to save the world. And they changed it so that somebody else went to hell with Sam. And then they just completely lost the plot for the next 10 years. 
Um, and I say that as someone who watched all but the last two years of Supernatural. Yeah. I'm not going to say I didn't watch it, you know, I because as fans, we crave more and more content for shows that we love. But if Johnny and Daniel's story ends after season six, I don't want them making it up as they go. Yeah, it. you know, like I, I, I was a fan of Game of Thrones, but I wasn't like heavy into it where I was reading things outside of uh, just watching the show as it is. You know, I had... Write my... the damn book, George. Yes, that's what I'm getting at. So, <laughs> so like, <laughs> I watched the show, and I had my, like, three different podcasts that covered it, and I would listen to them, but I feel like it would kind of be like that last season. You know, Martin gave the guys, like, okay, this is what's going to happen in this book. You guys go ahead and make that last season. And look what happened. A lot of people were very unsatisfied and unhappy with that last season, especially with the ending. Mm -hmm. Um, So, you know, had the freaking fandom been a lot more patient, maybe George R. R. Martin would have finally gotten to that book and the the writers would have had like an actual source to go or actual material to go off of and not just like an outline of that story. Okay, and two years later, has George written the damn book yet? I don't know. He, I think he's in Cuba with Tupac or something. Write the damn book, George. <sighs> but, you know, it, it doesn't matter. I, I think we're getting prequels, <laughs> so I, we can kind of forget. I mean, the, the book readers will get their book. But um, as fans of the show, I guess all, all we have now is uh, the prequel to look forward to. Okay. As long as it doesn't become like a Wheel of Time situation where, you know, George dies halfway through writing the last book. Um, so his son has to write it. Yeah. His, his son and a fan fiction writer wrote the last Wheel of Time book mm. because he died halfway through. My son's a huge Wheel of Time fan. Okay, so moving on to Tyler at Tyler D. Schmitty. With you guys' new deal with Sony Pictures, congrats, by the way. Do you think you will be doing more than six seasons of Cobra Kai or just spinoffs? John says, we have lots and lots of plans, both inside and outside of the Miyagi-verse. Hashtag Cobra Kai, hashtag Counterbalance Entertainment. I don't remember if that had happened the last time we did our analysis on the teaser, but they did sign um, four more years with Sony. Now, Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean four more years of Cobra Kai. That's just four more years of Counterbalance and Sony together. So, um, you know, they still have obliterated in the works. We have no Mm -hmm. updates on that. Uh, they produced Plan B recently, so there's mm-hmm. definitely some more stuff coming. So that's just, um, you know, four more years of the big three. And, and, right, and, and then and they've got work. that other one. They've got the the submarine, the nuclear submarine. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I forgot about that one. And then there was another one that they said uh, was two fans of Cobra Kai wrote a script and sent it to them, and they loved it, so they're producing that. But I don't remember which one that was. Oh, wow. Um, Dang it, but yeah, three. I mean, I they have to ideas. extend it just to get obliterated, if nothing else. How did, how did two other fans that we don't know of send them something? Maybe we should write something. Um, anyway. Yeah, we should. Don't know what, but we should. I have no creativity. All right, moving on. At, or not, not at, Munoz. Pumpkin face at Raul 80s or Raul 80s. Um, I thought that Kreese always wanted to get Johnny off of Cobra Kai in his kind of master plan. But after watching the final scene in the dojo before the fight in season three, did he really want Johnny and Cobra Kai or was he just trying to manipulate him again? Sorry for the long question. Uh, 
John replies, Chris genuinely loves Johnny in his own messed up way. He's always wanted Johnny and Cobra Kai, but his version, but his version of Cobra Kai, hashtag Cobra Kai, and yeah, we we knew that. Uh, this is just more of a, a confirmation. He gave him six last chances. No, there's probably more in season four. <laughs> this is your last chance. I mean it. This is your last chance. I'm I'm serious, Johnny. This is your last chance. Right. Come on, bro. You gonna answer me or what? Well, and see, here's the thing. Now, I, I've always wondered about this, and and it it it's just something that is it really sticks with me. Crease knew that ultimately he and Daniel were going to fight, and you have to assume because he grabbed for that glass shard so quickly and so eagerly aimed it at Daniel's throat, you have to assume that his plan all along was to fight him and kill him. Now, when he and Daniel were alone in the dojo, he said, Johnny and I will end this. He thought Johnny was going to help him kill Daniel. Mm -hmm. And that blows my mind. It really we, we, does. We will get to that episode, guys. <laughs> Eventually, yes. We, we, we got a little over three months to, right. to get the rest of season three, which apparently recently the Cobra guys on their Patreon said that they'll probably finish their season four recast before we finish season three. So, all right, guys, game on. <laughs> hey. Little shot at us. Hey, uh, you know, that's... It's, it's that's been, not nice. It was Mikey said that, wasn't it? <laughs> uh, I, I don't know. They just told me that they said that. Jeremy told me that they said that. Well, if Jeremy told you that they said that, then that assumes that Jeremy said it, and he's the nice one. Yeah, well, you know. Well, if the nice one is saying it, we got problems. The love is mutual. They love, love us. Love you guys. Yeah, we love them. Um, all right, next one. Next one is a Carly at Sensei KC. I'm super excited for Terry Silver's return. What was it like getting to work with Thomas Ian Griffith? Is he as tall in real life? Uh, John says, the man is the giant among men, but in size and talent. You're all in for a treat. Hashtag Cobra Kai. Um, and if you guys didn't know or somehow miss it, we do have an interview just a few episodes back. Yes. Yep. And um, we were talking yesterday after looking at the, the teaser and actually seeing Terry, you know, more than a ponytail. Um, which we will get to with just discussing heights. Um, I think Thomas Ian Griffith is six foot five. I, I saw you tweet that. I feel he said six four in the in the interview. Okay. Either way, that's tall. <laughs> Billy is six one. Right. Ralph is five nine. He is going to tower over Daniel, just like he did in the movie, mm -hmm. because. Ralph was 28 when they filmed The Karate Kid Part 3, and he was 5'9". He's not grown. Um, so, yeah, this guy's going to be like 7 inches taller than him. Mm -hmm. And there, that, that, that indicates looming, which is always very creepy, but also very effective. So I can see him looming a lot. I, I feel like their first encounter has to be like almost face-to-face -face and not from like afar. I, I feel like oh, they, yeah. they need to kind of give us that that height difference to be like, oh, okay, this is holy shit. You know, like <laughs> this guy's really tall and that's something to kind of keep in the back of your minds. 
the entire the right. rest of the season, you know. As long as they don't do what they did in season one, where they tried to shoot it always so that Johnny and Daniel were the same height. Um, I don't know if and that was then, intentional, like, though. You know. Yeah, it was. It was intentional. Was it okay? Because because I mean, look at look at uh, Ralph's shoes. Sometimes. I mean, uh, but, yeah, a, a lot of like the face offs. You know, I, yes. I, I could see that, but. Okay. Yeah, and then once once season two got rolling, once they got away from the or past the confrontation in the dojo, um, they kind of moved away from that, and you started being able to see just how much taller Johnny is. Mm-hmm. Um, and that works because now we're going to bring in this guy that is going to tower over both of them. Um, and I'm interested to see how his intimidation techniques work. Will they work on Daniel again? Or will they work on Johnny at all? We'll see. You know? uh, Josh yeah. says that Daniel's an overdog, so we will see. We will see. Yeah. Okay, um, we've got two more questions to wrap it up. He answered these technically after he had ended the Q&A. Correct. But we um, we do have, you know, the two more questions. We've got Matt V at Matt V525. Would you ever like to work with Hillary Swank? Uh, John replies, who wouldn't like to work with Hillary Swank? And I've been calling for it. I need a Julie Pierce confirmation that they know each other because of Mr. Miyagi. Whether it was at the funeral or Julie flew back with Miyagi from Boston or Daniel and her grandmother went to Boston or or something. Is it Boston? Well, I mean, Daniel would have been aware something was up when this strange old lady moved into his house with him. Correct. Um... So, and I mean, we have confirmation from the big three that they exist in the same universe and that they do know each other, but they've never gone into detail on how much or how they know each other or, you know, any of that. Um, I would be perfectly fine with a phone call, you know, even if, if they can't get Hillary, they can still portray Julie, um, as a character by having Daniel talk to her on the phone. Right. And, you know, like to take it back to season two with the wheel technique, I have always said, like, you can't teach something you don't know yourself. So who's the other student that Daniel learned the wheel technique with? I mean, they exactly. can't do that with Mr. Miyagi. It's possible, but it'd be a lot cooler if Mr. Miyagi was um, teaching his two pupils together. Yeah. So, I mean, the meme Yeah, it would, of- because that would mean that, uh, I mean, if, the, if Mr. Miyagi expects them to ever be in a position where they have to defend themselves while they are together, that mm-hmm. would mean that Julie was intended to become an actual person in Daniel's life. Like, right. She's, right. like, there, so. I, and, and I know there's people out there who, like, they they do not like the next credit kid and do not Me. want... Yeah, and, you, you know, but, like... It's part of continuity. You're just going to have to accept it because then you're just right. going to hate watch in the event she ever makes an appearance. You know, so it's, it's canon. We should just accept it. I, obviously, I can't tell, you know, anybody to do anything. I've been accused of that, uh, you know, months ago and um, erroneously. But, yeah, I, I can't make anybody do anything. But I'm just saying it, it's canon. So... Just welcome it because it's it's still Cobra Kai and this is you know it's in the big three's hands you know not right. somebody who's could, cash grabbing Th- these are actual I, fans of the series uh, of the I, franchise exactly I I could never and would never hate watch anything Cobra Kai I did however hate watch the next Karate Kid sure sure and um, that uh, we we have the uh, live commentary in our group if you guys want to check that out did, did yeah. we ever put that on the feed uh, well, probably not I think that was 
Can I just no, we just I don't, did we've got a lot of the old videos, like old episode reviews and, and things like that, that we need to get up on the YouTube channel. Yeah. Um, so I need to start, you know, uh, uh, hopefully I've got uh, two job interviews this week for this new job, which is supposed to give me a hell of a lot more free time and a hell of a lot less stress. So um, I'll start working at getting some of those old episodes up so that everything is on YouTube. It doesn't have to be everything, but uh, there's definitely a lot of content that we can still put up for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because, yeah. I mean, we have like 100, I don't know, 50-something episodes or... I, I... 181. Oh. This well, will make 182 according cow. to... Yeah, there you go. Um, I, I told you we were getting close to 200. Yeah. Um, so that will, once we cross that, that 200 threshold, um, that will officially put me on more episodes than Tom, I think. <laughs> sure, to, to um, bring him back. And also, <laughs> it's all Cobra Kai related, guys. Not, yeah. Not just 10 episode reviews, Mikey and Jeremy. Uh, you know, Ooh, and, shots fired. Shots like fired. He fired them, by the way, boys, not that me. I do love listening to. Um, anyway. Okay, but last hey, question. Who, who are we to talk who, who still is working on their season three uh, episode recaps? <laughs> uh, uh, yeah, yeah, no, we can't We can't talk about right. anything ever. Okay, so uh, Niles Crane Apologist at WeHo Hank. <laughs> okay, uh, how does a noosh afford a two-bedroom on Outpost as a car salesman? John says he's a damn good car salesman. I'm assuming uh, as, Outpost is a road, maybe in like a swanky part of LA. He he tags uh, Dan and hashtag Cobra Kai. Yep. All Did right. Dan show up in there? Let me see. There's only three replies. Oh, oh yes. Oh. Also, I have six roommates. Well, there you go. That works. <laughs> that makes a lot more sense now. Yes, absolutely. Uh, so, uh, you know. Shorter than usual, but I mean, we're we're still clocking in about an hour here of uh, you know just kind of updates and Emmy talk. So, mm-hmm. um, an hour in, we are finally gonna get into our uh, breakdown of this um, Netflix uh, Tudum event premiere of, of the season four um, a trailer. Now, Tudum uh, is that how you've been pronouncing it? Because I only started pronouncing that after hearing Ralph say it on that little Zoom call that he was on with Billy and uh, uh, those two other guys. Oh, that was hilarious. The two professors. Um, it, it, it was it was part of the cold open and did not expect Ralph and Billy to be on the, the you know, event at all. So yeah. to have them in there, um, they're, they're cute as hell. Ralph pretending to be freaked out is just the most adorable thing ever. And I pronounced, I originally pronounced it, ta I think everyone did. Um, yeah, and I, then it, it became the ta-doom. Yeah, um, I, I found thing. like the perfect tweet last night. And when I found it, it had been two minutes since the tweeter tweeted that. And I'm like, oh my God, that's like almost the exact same time I figured out that it's you know, it's mm-hmm. like, oh, that makes so much more sense. So I felt like an idiot. But the tweet was basically like, oh, yeah, I just kind of figured out what this was. And I'm really embarrassed by it. I'm just like, yes, same. So, so I retweeted it. I was right. Like, I'm such an idiot. But anyway. It's the, it's the noise at the beginning. It's yeah. just like we used to try. We used to try to um, hum the YouTube little ding, 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 ding at the beginning. Ding. You know, like yeah. almost like a sword swipe. Um, 
Uh, also, in our Facebook group page, there was a little talk between Matt Lewis, a.k.a. Uh, President Ron, and Hayden, you know, when we were talking about the, you know, the to-doom and the YouTube uh, sound, too. So that that was kind of fun. Uh, anyway, just kind of pipping out our uh, group because I don't do it often enough. And, uh, you know, we're, 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 some days we're active, some days we're not. But, you know, it's, we, we find and scour all the, the latest news and content, so... Yeah, and I am really, really looking forward to having time to get on social media again because I know I haven't really been very present anywhere except Twitter, and even that is way scaled back from what I used to be. Yeah. Um, but this, again, crossing my fingers for the, the, the job interviews that I have this week for this new job. Me too. Um, and if I, if I get that, then I will be able to do a heck of a lot more. All right. I I. I... Uh, I hope we're all crossing our fingers for you because I know we all love you and we're definitely rooting for you to be less stressed and more available. <laughs> oh, <laughs> yes. Thank you. Uh-huh. I'm looking forward to it. All right. So here we go. Uh, first frame is uh, overlooking uh, L.A. We've seen this before. Um, it also was like the, 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 the frame that we saw before seeing uh, Miguel's training montage in season one. Um, and mm-hmm. I think they reused it in a uh, season three trailer as well. Uh, I believe so. It's definitely an establishing shot that my brain automatically goes, "This is Cobra Kai." Yes, um, because that is their like their establishing shot. Right. Uh, so we get uh, a continuation from the finale of uh, season three with Johnny and Daniel addressing uh, what is the um, the conjoining of Miyagi Dongu and Eagle Fang. Um. I, uh, th- 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 maybe that makes me think of uh, conjoined twins. Yeah. I mean, that's not necessarily Merge, wrong, I guess. Merging strategic partnership. Alliance. Alliance. Okay, there you go. Formed alliance. alliance of, there we go. Yeah, of Eagle Fang and Miyagi-Do. Um, yes. Uh, the back looks a little bit differently from when we were there, but, you know, every season I'm sure they're going to kind of redress it and extend it uh, a lot more. Um, in this particular frame that we're looking at, uh, we see the front of both senseis and the back of all the students. Uh, to mm-hmm. the left of the building, they opened that spot up a little bit because I feel that was a little obscured when we were there. Uh, maybe some more greens and stuff. Maybe the fence closed that off a little bit too. No, I walked up through there. Did you? Okay, you did. Yeah. I did not. Yeah, I walked up through there, and that was that was a lot like that because that right there the is platform. the platform uh, to the to the extreme left is the platform that um, Dimitri and Daniel had their their talk on where Daniel was like, do you want to be here? Um, oh, and then Dimitri okay. walked down that, that side piece. Back. Okay, all right. Yeah. Okay. Yep. Um, and we can see, like, uh, Dirk is paired off with Frank here. Yes. Um, and then we go, for, uh, the voiceover here is Daniel, and he's going, some of us used to be enemies. Mm-hmm. Well, no duh. Oh, who who are you talking about, uh, Sensei LaRusso? <laughs> I, and notice, notice, I love this because it's very obvious. It's blatant. I, I, I tweeted it out after season three. It's hilarious. To make Daniel the same height as Johnny, they have it. Ralph standing on a four-inch tall platform. <laughs> and, and to, you know, to kind of... Um, 
I don't know. I guess in in Ralph's defense, the terrain does kind of slope downwards on his end. A little bit, but I mean, it. it, I mean, not to. There's nothing to really defend. The man is tiny. He's just tiny. I mean, he's taller than me. Okay. Well, okay. (laughs) So, so. If that's what we're going by, we're fun size here. I still love it though because you can see, obviously see that well, he's now that you point that platform. out. I'm like, yes, I can definitely see the five nine and the six one looking the right? same height. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that really stands out. Let's move along before before I start feeling even more bad for, <laughs> for Daniel. Okay, so now we switch around and see the front of the kids. Yeah. Um, poor little Red standing by himself. Yep, and wishing Bert was uh, probably Big Red. I, I'd imagine that's the, that's the feeling yeah, I'm getting I mean, from him. He's the only Bert. one without a partner. This is true. Yeah, I feel so bad for him. I mean, we've even got this anonymous blonde guy over here with Abe. Yeah, um, with Abe. Yeah, so maybe we'll get a name for him. Um, I, I know he's in uh, some more shots later on too. So we, uh, every everybody here. We know at least their first, uh, their, their real name or their character names, except for this this newcomer in Eagle. Yeah, Fanny. the blonde kid, and then you yeah. can see you can see Dirk really well. Um, yes, through there in I the think. back, you can't see Frank at all, but you know you you know he's, he's back there. So yeah. All right, so we get some drum beats, you know, as we always do. Some rivalries don't need to last forever. As these two are looking at each other, these yeah. two being Johnny and Daniel, of course. Yeah. Um, and the 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 look on Daniel's face is like very forgiving, and Johnny looks um, apologetic. Looks like he wants to hug him. He he looks like he wants to apologize and hug him. Now kiss. Anyway. <laughs> no, he just he looks very conciliatory. Yeah. And very apologetic, and and that you know maybe he's the one that kept the rivalry going. I also want to point out, um, you know, if we also look at the cut on Daniel's face in in this sequence, it looks healed. It's smaller, healing, smaller, whatever. I yep. I, I want to point I that out that now. Immediately, they yes. did not do the same amount of makeup on his eye that they did in okay, the season so finale. But th- that almost sounds like you're thinking that it's kind of a, a slight um, overlook or something. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, they're in the same outfits. They're in the same pose. The kids are all standing in the same clothes in the exact same locations. Yeah, but the, the reason I, I wanted to point that out, because in a later shot, it looked the, the cut looks fresh. So unless it was reopened by a... We'll, we'll get to it. We'll get to it. Right. We will get to it, and we can discuss it then. Yes. But I do think that this is just the, the, the wound makeup... Um, is not quite as as dark and as prominent as it should be because at the end of season three, that cut came down all the way from the edge of his eye to the top of his cheekbone. Okay. And it was deep. Yeah. Um, but it's yeah, it it I think that was just a makeup thing. So uh, some rivalries. What was it? Some rivalries. Don't last forever. On, yeah, some rivalries shouldn't last forever or whatever. Hang on. <laughs> forever or whatever. Don't need to last forever. Some don't rivalries don't need to last. Whatever. Yep. Some <laughs> rivalries don't need to last forever. And that actually that line made me laugh because when I'm 
made those um, fake Netflix posters. Uh-huh. Um, and one for each character. And they all had like some like above Daniel's head. It says the Karate Kid saga continues. And they all had little taglines above above Johnny's. It says some rivalries never die. Yeah. So it's like the exact opposite, you know? Right. Okay, so we go from them then to Daniel and Sam. Yep. Father and versus daughter on a new platform. They on a new up. platform. Yep, yep, we were discussing this. Um, they have obviously done some work um, on this set because when you and I were there, all that was behind the pond was the fence and the fence was a heck of a lot closer to the pond. So it's basically where the kids are standing. Yeah. 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 Where the kids are standing is where the fence was. Um, Oh, and there's, um, um, Oh, Sean Thacker, um, in this shot. Right. Um, so yeah, this whole thing is added and I like Daniel is deflecting Sam's kick. Um, and it looks like, the kids are not the only ones who have upped their karate game because Ralph is on his toes. Uh-huh. Uh, he's, he's not flat footed in this defense. His, his, what do they call it? Knife hand. Uh. Um, when you, when you pull your finger inside and leave your, your, uh, hands straight out. Um, it just looks a lot more impressive. It looks, whoops, that's a microphone. Um, looks more like chosen's did. Okay. Um, uh, also, and, something to kind of um, remind people or even point out that they have a new fight choreographer for season four. So yes. it, I would imagine to see it look a little bit different, too. Um, mm-hmm. Everyone's fighting style, I mean. Right. And Daniel's talking. He says the All Valley. Is in a few months. All Valley tournament is just a few months away. All right, so we go from I like the way they did this. You know, here is Sam. This these these two kicks are impressive as hell because she doesn't put her foot back down. She goes at Daniel's midsection, he blocks, then she goes straight for his face and he blocks. Um and it's all the same shot and it's Sam and Daniel, right? And then go immediately to Johnny and Miguel. Right. Um and this, I mean this might be Episode one, they're in they're in different costumes. Um, they've got different clothes on. Um, I like the eagle on Miguel's shirt, but I yeah. think that might be the American Eagle logo. <laughs> it looks like that, but also um, in middle school we were the Falcons, and that the wings also look like Falcons. Like a lot, a lot of birds kind of are similar. So yeah, I, I do wonder if that's a, a Frank Helmer original or maybe something American Eagle. Right. And they're, they're, they're kind of more, um, they're not bright red. They're, right. they're both kind of more like a faded magenta. And Miguel looks to be almost completely healed with how he is moving his back and hips to defend against Johnny's per, Perhaps uh, uh, red with a few drops of blue mixed into it? Yeah, kind of, yeah, kind of a purplish magenta. Yeah. Um, and Miguel's hair has magically grown about three inches. Um, well, he, he shaved the beard and it went all to <laughs> his hair. Thank God you know. he shaved the beard. He's a grown-ass man when he wears that beard. Totally. He's older than me. Yeah, he really does. Um, I mean, he, he looks good in a beard, but he doesn't look like a child. That's for damn sure. So, okay, the, so the, the contrast between the two senses and their star pupil, um, 
mm-hmm. Sam was the one attacking, and Miguel is now the one blocking. So you can yep. see the the reversal there. Yes, yes. Um, to where Daniel is the you know you show me what you can do, um, attack wise, and I will defend. Where Johnny is, I am going to throw everything I've got at you. Stop me. Yeah. Um, and I I like the contrast there. And then we go to the um, the meditation, which they're not doing their arms; they're just they're just like breathing. And they're just relaxing and, and yeah, and just breathing. Yeah, and in this shot, we've got Mitch, Gianni, ah, uh, 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 Mitch, uh, Dimitri. Oh, dang it, Mitch, Dimitri, yeah. <laughs> not Gianni, Sean Thacker. Name, name um, to be determined. Um, yes, we'll probably Chris, find out in season four. Yeah. Lil Red, um, Sam, and a really good shot of Frank and uh-huh. Daniel. Daniel's arm. Yep. Yes. Um, I don't. I haven't seen anybody that reacted to it yet. They're all talking about the kids. No one talked about Daniel. I'm like, he's right there. He's right there. <laughs> well, we all know the, the, who's focusing on what, right? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Well, and there's a blue shoulder there. Who else would it be? Okay, so Johnny wearing Daniel's shirt. The stakes are higher than they've ever been. All of this is Daniel voiceover. Um, we see Bob. Bob the the the, the punching mannequin. Uh, yep, be, Bob the punching dummy by Tori. Tori looks Get, very yeah, upset. Getting his face punched in. She does. She's got. I don't know if that's just maybe her game face. Um, maybe that the 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 you know get a little more power for her key eye. Yeah, yeah. Um, or whatever. But yeah, she's beating the crap out of poor Bob. Yeah. Um, and then we see Kyler chucking someone. I mean, we got a good shot of his face, yeah. but we don't know who he is. I think he might be just one of the stump performers. He could be a just new like stunt a performer. generic. I, at first, I thought it was like that's uh, a heck of a throw. He's got to be a stunt man. I, I think so. Yeah. I, at first, I thought it, it might be uh, Mikey, who was played by Chris Schmidt. Um, but it's definitely not the hair. But what, when you paused it on the face, I go, "Oh, that's not him." So right. yeah, maybe a new stunt performer. Well, and it, this, I'm going to say, is clearly Kyler, but I don't think that's Josa, is it? It looks like it to me. I mean, I think what, what might be throwing you off is, is definitely a different hairstyle. Yeah, he's yeah, he's definitely got a different haircut. But I don't know, just like his, his eyebrows and like his jaw looks different. It just might be the frame. I mean, it. I, I think it's Joe. It, yeah, when you go back up here, it looks a lot more like him. Yeah, like right here. It is when you froze, like the, his hair. So, so it, that does look like his hair. It was just the momentum of him throwing the other student. You know, it, it made his hairstyle look a little bit different. But it, it does appear that his hair is just combed back. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So that is that's Kyler, and that's what he's doing. Oh, I, well, and then the, this is definitely Joe. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Without a doubt. And, and, um, and now looking at his hair, that's definitely him also throwing the student for sure. Right. Yeah. Yeah. So he's kind of um, doing like the, uh, you know, like no score or whatever. Like the, you know, it's it's over for you kind of motion right. there. Yeah. Like a, a victory, like, you know, posing like a professional wrestler, you know, like yeah. his finishing move or whatever. Go back to the students real quick. Okay, so the next section is we know that Cobra Kai is going to use every dirty trick in the book. Right. And let's see, we're going to go back to here, yep. and this is the um, this is the class 
um, that we see. Okay, so there, we know, there's a kid that uh, Kyler uh, threw. He's in the third row back. Uh, yes. Yep, kind of over by the trophies. So that's that's him. Uh, yep. They have a young lady in there as well. Uh, so two Asian students, uh, four black students. And it looks like we got um, uh, Dieter, right? Dieter's over there. Yep, Big Dieter's Red over there. there. Yep. Um, I don't see Asher Sheets. I don't either. Yeah, but um, there's definitely Austin Reigns right here up yes, front. Yes, Austin right here in the front and corner. also AJ, so we, we can't forget him. Right, Edwin. Yeah. Edwin, Edwin yes. Edwin over there. Yes. Um, uh, Kyler. Um, I just so forgot. Two, uh, four, uh, okay, Dieter, five, Big Red. Six, so we're missing Tori. Uh, Tori, yep. Tori Robbie. and Robbie, yeah. And so, Rickenberger. And Rickenberger, you're right. Oh, and uh, the other guy with the, uh, the the dreads, right? Or the braids. I'm forgetting his yes. name. The braids. Yes, yes. Not the, only the, the, braids. the black student. Yes. The black student with the beautiful hair. Uh, now, there was another student. That was in the the scene where they stole, you know, the snake from the zoo. He's also not pictured here. He was another stunt performer. Oh, okay. He was also in the fight sequence in in uh, uh, December nineteenth. But anyway, uh, we we can move okay. along. I just wanted to point out the ones yep. that we did know, but seven new faces. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then we've got a shot of Robbie wearing green. Uh huh. Um, and you can see the scar from him hitting his head on the. Um, looks like it's locker. healing. He's yeah. talking to Crease. Um, I'm looks good wondering on him. what. Yeah, but I'm wondering what does green mean? That's right. Because if if blue is Miyagi Do and red is Cobra Kai, and he does have like a burgundy shirt on under the jacket, but what is green? Is green the actual convergence? Of the two styles? It, it could be because, like, I, I'm forgetting where I heard this. I don't know if it was us or, you know, one of our podcast friends. But, um, you know, the back dojo is mainly green, right? right? So, like, the belly of the beast or, like, that's more of Crease's dojo than, than Johnny's uh, front dojo. And this jacket is green. Maybe there's a connection there. And they are in the back dojo where it is mostly green and this child's eyes could not look any greener if they painted them um but that that makes me wonder if they have decided to use green as the convergence are we all wrong in thinking that um that uh, eli's mohawk is going to be purple are we all are is it going to be green is that the convergence of the two Yeah, no comment on Eli slash Hawk yet. Okay. Yeah. All right. And then we go to, um, I I know this is John Kreese and I know this is Martin Cove, but um, it's 1984 again. I don't know who did his makeup or how they did it, but he looks amazing. He looks great. He looks really great. Um, he does. Now, this is also the back dojo. Uh, this is where... I'm not sure what angle this is, but this is kind of facing where we would have seen Cobra Kai Never Dies. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah, because there's the, yeah, that's the locker over there that's behind the heavy bag. Uh, in this frame right here? You, you yeah. call those lockers? On, on, yeah, the, the, those lockers over there I thought are those behind. Are, I thought those were file cubbies, you know, that used to be in Johnny's office. Well, so, whatever they are, they're behind the heavy bag now. 
Yeah, so my my thought for this uh, frame, it's funny that you thought, uh, I, I thought it was locker too, but I was like, oh, no, they're more squarish. You know, I thought, you know, locker would have been kind of long ways or whatever. I don't know. Johnny doesn't strike me much as an Ikea cubby kind of guy. Well, they don't look like, I mean, it just looks like a shelves. You know, you could put cubbies in and a bunch of paperwork and files. But I thought maybe originally they were Johnny's, even if they're not Johnny's now. It's, you know, maybe Crease's uh, paperwork. But I was thinking... Oh, wasn't that in the office? Now that he's moved to the back dojo, was he clearing some room in the office to perhaps add another desk? Um, it. I'm. I'm really gonna stick with the locker thing, and I'll okay. tell you why. Right. It's because you can see the air vents on the front of the doors. Yeah. Um, file cubbies don't have air vents. That's a good lockers point. Lockers do. Okay. Yeah, I see the vents now. Especially yeah. gym lockers. These look like gym lockers to me. Okay. Um, and then there's another set of them out in the main dojo, which is the one that Robbie bounced his head okay. off of. Dang. I was a little excited to think that perhaps that he was clearing space for Terry Silver to you know, put his stuff in the office as well. Well, we don't get many establishing shots in the dojo. Right. So it is possible that they have once again, just like when you and I were down there with Amy and the three of us were sworn to absolute secrecy because, hey, you're walking into the dojo before John Hurwitz has seen it. And Josh um, <laughs> And yeah, before either of them have seen it. And John's going to kill me, so let's go. Um, but, you know, we were sworn to secrecy because the paint color changed and because they had the different stencil on the wall by the door and... You know, all of that. So it's possible that they've done that again. The picture was moved um, by the time they filmed, but I I stood next to Crease's photo, which was by the entrance originally. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yep. Okay. So we're going to. Had we seen like the weapons up on the wall, but we didn't. Yeah. Those weren't up there yet, but I would have loved that. Yeah. I would have loved that. Okay. So hang on just a second. We're going to, we are going to remind ourselves of this next section. Okay. Oh, yes. There's only one way we're going to be able to beat them. And he looks so not mad, but like ready to go. Daniel is rearing to go. Now, Johnny's like premature interruption here. Do you think that was kind of like him cutting off Daniel? Because it's enough. Let me get some words in. Or was he like disagreeing? And, and wanted to interrupt because that's a clear interruption. Like that's mid. It is. It is a clear interruption. You can tell because Daniel is like starting into the next word when right. Johnny starts like, talking. Dude, what and are of you course, doing? <laughs> yeah, and of course Johnny says, you know, kick their ass so hard they shit themselves. They, this is the one way. Um, and Daniel is like, dude, no, that is <laughs> that, that is not the that is not the way. But Johnny looks super super confident, and I honestly do think that. That is what he thought he should say. Yeah. I once again, and and what this this little exchange teaches me very plainly, they did not plan this out. They did not sit down together. Well, duh. <laughs> and plan yeah. how they were going to do this. They just jumped right into the doing part. Par for the course with these two. Yeah, this this reminds me of that joke. You know how, you know, like, oh, we're best friends. We finish each other's sentences. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's let's show them. I love peanut butter and Iron Eagle on DVD. <laughs> you know, it's so like okay, that's not what I was going for, but okay, well, you know, f- Frozen, right? Hans goes, it's incredible. We finish each other, and Anna jumps in with sandwiches. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Very much that. 
Um, yeah, and and this is Johnny's version of sandwiches. Yes. Yep. Kick their ass so hard they shit themselves. And then Daniel is not the only one going, dude, what the fuck? Dimitri. Um, Dimitri looks very confused. Hawk is like, yes, <laughs> yes, more, more sensei. I've missed um, you. <laughs> I, I think that, uh, and then uh, Sam and Miguel um, share a look um, that says to me that um, this, uh, we really need that uh, sensei resolution yeah. dispute thing. Like what, what, do, what, what do we get ourselves into? Or, oh, great, it's not starting off as smoothly as we had hoped. Oh, my God. Miguel is just like, this might have been a bad idea. Yes. And and Sam is just like, oh, God, what did we do? Yes. Um, because it, it, you have to. Re- these kids are being taught. Right. Uh-huh. But they're hearing two completely opposite things at the same time. And how do you learn from that? Yeah. I, I'm looking at Miguel's hoodie. There's this triangle shape with, <coughs> excuse me. With what appears to be a C, it kind of mm-hmm. gives me like a, a like a cobra snake vibe that with the the, the C. Um, that looks a lot like the the uh, dead uh, dead hand um, or dead stock uh, the Cobra Kai um, logo font. Yeah. Um, and and that looks a lot like a capital C from that. It's not. I mean, this is just I'm sure a branding thing. Um, but I love. That, you know, you've got Sam in the shades of purple fading down to blue and you've got Miguel in shades of gray Uh fading down to blue. Um, And that makes me very happy because once again, Frank Helmer is a genius and he does give us plot cues with the costuming. Yeah. And what I'm picking up from Miguel's costuming is that he is going to take very, very well to Daniel's style of teaching. Yes. And I'm here for it. And the purple and red on Sam's shirt tells me she's going to absorb Johnny's really well. Yep. So here we go, right? Indeed. So uh, sparring between. Yep. 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 Okay. Uh, sparring between uh, Dimitri and, well, what, I don't know if they get into it, but we see them just kind of circling around each other between uh, Sam and Dimitri. Uh, this is mm-hmm. where um, Johnny talks about having to pre-strike. So anticipate yes, they... your enemy's uh, attack. No, that's not what he says. No? He says, if they strike first, we pre-strike. Right. but we'll, Which we'll... is the dumbest thing since Eagle Fang. But what do you think is pre-strike? Is that not anticipating your enemy's move? Yeah, but that's not what he's thinking. Oh, okay. He's just thinking we hit them before they hit us, even though they hit us first, which is not possible, Johnny. Okay. And is it me, or does it look like Frank has a bit of a hair cut? Or a Frank has haircut? gotten a haircut. Yeah. Cameron has gotten a haircut. Looks good. Looks good on him. Yes. Looks very good. But you got her. I mean, it, you know, Cameron started this job when he was 16. What is he now, 21? <laughs> I have no idea. For 30? I, I don't know. Um, I mean, how, yeah, how much I think, time was I think AJ's getting up three? there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. uh, Abe, uh, Sam's Abe. like, uh, or Sentinel Mary's like 26. You're talking about 27, right? No, Mary's like 25, 26. Okay. Well, I said 26 or 27. Oh, okay. Close enough. I was, okay. Yeah, she, she was 22 when they started. Sounds about right. Yeah. Um, Pre strike and then throw whatever water bottle or... at <laughs> poor Dimitri. 
<laughs> bounced it right off his arm. Poor guy. And Daniel, again, what the fuck? Um, yeah. And as is Dimitri. So uh, since the end of season three and to that sequence of Johnny throwing the water bottle at Dimitri, um, I could be wrong, but it appears Daniel has installed a security system. Yeah, he's got cameras up there. Yeah. I saw that camera too, and I was like, oh, that's neat. Yeah. Um, and then we see the very clear division between Miyagi-Do and Cobra Kai, where with the pre-strike line um, and throwing the water bottle at Dimitri, uh, Chris is very bothered by this, and he is decked out in blue from head to toe, and Mitch is smiling so large his eyes have vanished. <laughs> And he's wearing the red of Cobra Kai. Right. <laughs> it looks like there is some blue further down, but the way they shot it, you just see the red. Right. Um, and he is just grinning ear to ear. He's amused. And Chris is like, wait, what? Yes. <laughs> I think this is still early on because I feel, and you may have to go back, I'm not going to make you, but I feel uh, Chris's hair was a little bit different when they were all doing the breathing exercise in the dojo. I think I think it was shorter. Uh, yeah, I think I think this is I think this is episode one, uh, still because of what Daniel and Johnny are wearing. I think most of these are the first two episodes. Yeah, yeah, and and uh, you can you can see here this is the shot back toward the house. Right. That's the that's the um, like the the gate to the side. Um, there's your giant boulder that's not a boulder, so don't sit on it. Like I did. Um, <laughs> It fell to the ground. <laughs> okay, so then uh, over the shot of Mitch and Chris reacting, Daniel is saying, we're getting ahead of ourselves, um, which is an excellent comeback to we pre-strike. Like, wait a minute, Johnny, you're getting ahead of your, you know, we can't do that. Um, and Johnny wants to just like jump right into the violence and Daniel's like, calm down. Okay. Johnny says, we're going to take back the valley. And this is back to most likely the, the this could be the cold open because we're still standing on either side of the door. Daniel is still on his platform. Yeah, Johnny's hair looks differently. It must have been really windy that morning. I love it hanging down on his face like that, though. Yeah, okay. I mean, it looks how like can he's been you not? Out. No, I mean, it, it oh, looks it like does. they, just, they you know, like, both do. This could also be like after they did something and they went back to like this formation. Maybe this is like a formation when they're addressing the students, you know? I think this actually comes after the kick the shit out of them line. Sure. Um, where they're, you know, they think they're going to give the kids the plan of what they're doing. And then Daniel is like, take it back in a balanced, measured way. Yeah. Um, and again, like trying to wave Johnny down, like he's off his platform, but he's like waving his hand toward Johnny, like trying to shut him up. Um, and of course it's not working because Johnny is Johnny. A measured and organized approach. Right. We bite first. Mm hmm. Johnny, I believe, honestly thinks he's picking up cues from Daniel that it's his turn to speak. Yeah. Daniel is not sending Johnny cues that it is his turn to speak. Johnny is sending, or Daniel is sending Johnny cues to shut up. Right. So he's completely misreading him, which um, I think is fantastic because we saw them fight together twice in season three, right? 
We saw them actually fighting together in the chop shop and then um, not necessarily fighting together, but fighting the same fight against Kreese. Yeah, so, it, it just seems like when it comes to kind of their approach on fighting, they may not see eye to eye, but when it comes to fighting, they work in tandem. Exactly. So, you know, coming out of season three and knowing that they're teaming up, what we have seen from Johnny and Daniel in season three is a simpatico. Right. Um, where they do fit together and they do anticipate each other's moves and they do react to each other correctly. But that seems to only be when they're fighting. When they're talking, they are saying completely opposite things. So I think what we're going to see them do, hopefully, if they stay together for the whole season, um, I think we're going to see them actually realize that they need to talk to each other. I hope. Yeah, I, I think I we think. Uh, are due for a scene. Uh, that. I do. I, I, a big one. Yeah. Um, Daniel has one very big thing that he has to tell Johnny, and I really cannot see him getting through the season without saying it. Yeah. Especially knowing who's going to be helping Crease run Cobra Kai. Um, and we bite first, and then we go to what is obviously meant to be like a sexual thing. You think? I do think. Okay. Um, because Adam and Eve, temptation, the apple. Okay, sure. The Honeycrisp apple. <laughs> yes. The way he's biting into that apple and then the look of pure disgust on Amanda's face. To me, I think it's more of a taunt like, ha, I got the restraining order on you and you can't do a goddamn thing to me. Right. There, yeah, there's also that. But I mean, there is the symbolism of the eating the apple okay. and the ultimate temptation. Um, and and these guys never do this stuff on accident. Right, right. No, you're right about that. So what temptation does Crease provide to Amanda other than the desire to smack the shit out of him? Right. That's, that's the temptation here, um, which obviously she's, you know... She just looks more disgusted than anything. Um, I don't know if she's taking it as, you know, like sexual innuendo as if he's hitting on her or whatever, but she looks thoroughly disgusted. Um, and that coming right after the bite first, I think, was that was excellent cutting. Yeah. She looks great. Yeah. New sides. Yeah, Indeed. she's she's not happy. We've got new no. sides. Okay, this is hilarious. This is hilarious. Obviously, Johnny and Daniel have been doing some kind of demonstration. Um, Daniel is holding um, the the arm pads. He's got his catcher's gear on, catcher's mitt, and the, like the chest pad. Yeah. Yep. And like he did with Robbie out in the woods. Sam looks way too She's entertained. Amused. Yeah. By what is going on up there. You, you notice, I wish um, we could see look, Miguel look, other than his hand on his knee. Oh, right. Oh, um, no, he's smiling, too, in, in a few frames after. But uh, Chris's hair is shorter. See, so so this yeah. is, yeah. Yeah, you, and they're wearing, they're, wearing, they're back to the other clothes again. Yeah. Um, to where they're, they're faded. Like, Daniel's blue is faded. Johnny's red is faded. Um, and Johnny is doing? 
the crane kick. Yes. So everyone who said that they thought Johnny was doing the crane kick in the blurry promo was right. And I have to give it up for Billy Zabka at this moment because I had this is going to sound don't take this as weird. Okay. I'm a fan. Anyway, I've got a, a few, actually several statues and pictures, you know, of Daniel in the crane pose and Billy's fingers are like right where Daniel's are in all of these sculptures. Uh Like he's even got that, the, the, because the one hand was closed and the other one's open. Um, yeah. The only thing he doesn't have is his foot is uh, angled up instead of straight. Uh But he's doing it and he is grinning ear to ear. That little shit. Yeah. Is a good look. And Daniel just walks away, throws the pads down. <laughs> like, I, I cannot I hope, even with you. I hope that, uh, <laughs> you know, it's something where Johnny give you your best shot. He goes, how about that crane crap? Oh, it, man. It the kids all, yeah. like, they all know that this is Daniel's signature move. Right. They are all, you can see Chris a little bit right there. And he's got that huge grin on his face again. And... There, you know, Sam and everyone that knows that the crane is Daniel's move, um, is you know they're they're him throwing the pads to me. I was just like, oh my god, that is just I cannot even with you. Yeah, right. Right, because he just throws the pads down and walks off, and then Johnny does the what thing like he did in the dojo the first time Daniel came in. Right, the hey, what did I do? He, it's hilarious. This is funny. Yeah. This is funny, but yeah, this is an in joke. <laughs> yeah. When the blurry images came, we were just like, yeah, what could possibly be going on? But obviously, the reaction of the students, it, it clears a, you know, a, a picture, a clear picture that Johnny was fooling around. Um, yeah. Yeah. I, I thought that part, maybe. Part of me. Just going oh, over. You go ahead. No, I, I just thought that it was going to be uh, something where, like, Daniel's like, yeah, you know. Um, Show me, you know, show me the, you know, just kind of maybe teaching the kids. I'm I'm not sure. Well, and I also keep thinking back to um, when Watch Party took without asking, but thankfully giving credit, um, Hayden's answer video to me when I asked if he was secretly Terry Silver's son. And um, Watch Party, you know, looked at the the board behind him, and it was obviously set up, and it's note cards and sticky notes, um, and it's a lot of the beats of episode one. And one of them was Daniel teaches Johnny Miyagi-Do. Well, there it is. Right. Um, and there was also one that was... Um, Daniel reminds Johnny that Mr. Miyagi was a badass and saved his life. So I think that's going to happen in front of the students, too. Yeah. Um, I don't think Daniel is going to put up very long with the mocking of the crane and the mocking of Miyagi-Do. Because to him, that is the ultimate insult to Mr. Miyagi, and he will not allow that to happen. Yeah. That's that's what I think. Yeah. So and I think that might actually be the start of that. You know, like he he throws the the pads down and and Johnny's like, what? And then he spins around and gets up in his face, you know? Yeah. Something like that. 
All right, so they've got a card that says new stakes. And then? Uh, Robbie gives a look to Tori. So um, I don't know. I mean, obviously out of context to me, this is mm-hmm. something where um, maybe Kreese is addressing the Cobra Kai students and picks Robbie for something. And Tori's reaction is kind of like, wait a minute now. I thought I was your star student. That's what I'm taking from the scene. Yeah, whatever whatever is going on here, Robbie is really smug about it. And Tori does not look happy. Yeah. And, you know, the, the scar on Robbie's face looks or forehead rather uh, looks a little bit more healed. So, yeah, uh, it's this almost could completely be, gone. you know, in the middle of the season. Right. I, I do have to um, please stop brushing his hair back like that. It's not 1981. <laughs> looks like Crease's hair a little bit. Uh-huh. Um, and his hair is way too pretty to be in that brushed back, um, highly gelled and hairsprayed early 80s style. Um, I do, however, love Tori's hair. She's actually, um, it looks like her color tone is actually a little bit darker. Yeah. Um, and they're, they're playing with her curls more like softening her face. Yeah. Um, which makes me think that we might actually be headed for just like, this is just what they did with Yasmin. Um, we might be heading for a softening of Tori as a character, whereas them brushing Robbie's hair back like that makes him, um, stiffer. Yeah. I can see that. Um, so yeah, I think that we're seeing the possibly depending on how much you read into, you know, makeup and hair. Um, so we've got that. And then new season, of course. And then we've got the, the La Russo yep. fist bump. We've seen that before, obviously. I can never see it enough because Daniel's smile is beautiful. Uh-huh. And so is Johnny's. I'm I'm dancing and singing. Okay. La Russo fist bump. <laughs> Um, and this is in whatever episode it is. This is this is actually either before or after the thing with the crane kick. Um, it could because this be, is what or, they're wearing. Yes, but that could also just be what they wear for workouts. If this is after, then this tells me that they've had that talk. You know, a talk at least because they're happy. They're happy. They're with I each mean, other. Yeah, I mean it's a fist bump. You know, yeah. It, yeah, I don't know if there's any aggressive ones. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Or then you get uh, my, my favorite fist bump is the one I do with my granddaughter and it's bump. Huh. La, la, nice. la, la. Yeah. Um, we, we might watch Big Hero 6 a lot. Mm, it's a good one. Love it. It Big is Hero so 6. good. Yeah, it's great. It is so great good. Movie. Okay, so moving on from La Russo fist bump. And no one's talking through here. This is all music. So, you know, you're not missing anything. Um, and then we're in a Bathroom. restroom. Yep, probably the boys' room. With Nate against the wall, watching Hawk slam Kenny in a Cobra Kai t-shirt into the side of a bathroom stall. And Kenny looks pissed. Yeah, he's not happy. Um, Hawk looks like he was defending Nate, but I, I, I'm not getting a great read on Nate's reaction um, yeah, you can't because he's there so quickly. Um, yeah. I, I will say, um, Nathaniel, 
you have grown. Yes. Um, yes, he has. And I'm happy the contacts are working out for you. Yeah. Well, um, no, his his eyes are now 2020 because, um, you know, Johnny is also his sensei. Johnny oh, that's fixes right. a lot of things. Yeah. yeah. So he's got. He doesn't need glasses anymore. Not at all. Um, but here we come, you know, into the costuming again. Nate is wearing blue and yellow. Um, Hawk is wearing a red, a, a black shirt with red and white stripes, and his mohawk is still red. Right. So he's got to so, be really early episodes. Right. He's still into the the Cobra Kai philosophy, but it's also possible if you look at how he is holding him. Right. Mm-hmm. And this particular look on on Eli's face right here on Hawk's face right here. This does not look like an aggressive slam. Like he doesn't have no. both hands on his shoulder. He doesn't have, you know, both elbows digging in. He's holding his sleeve with one hand and then just pressing his chest with the other. Yeah. And I don't know if he's defending Nate or another possibility is he's trying to talk Kenny out of being Cobra Kai. Yeah, it could definitely go either way. Um, the fact that Kenny is already uh, repping the dojo by wearing the shirt, uh, it, it could be, you know, Hawk walking by in the hallway, you know, hearing some commotion. And perhaps, yeah, there's a little confrontation between Kenny and Nate. Uh, and since um, Hawk and Nate are on the same team, he's, you know, kind of sticking up for Nate. Uh, yeah, this one's really interesting, and like maybe Hawk's actions could very well lead to Kenny telling the other Cobras what happened. And my, you know, speculation is Cobra Kai is the reason that Hawk loses uh, his mohawk. I can't. I, 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 I much, much, much prefer the idea that he dies it. I, I. Oh my God. I, I. It makes so much sense thematically, and. It fits into the overarching arc because if you take that mohawk off, he is Eli. Right. Right. Um, so if they actually jump him in a group when he's by himself um, and they take that mohawk, that would be like almost the ultimate violation yeah, well, I mean, he's no longer Cobra Kai, so there's like, you, you know, maybe they say, well, you're no longer Cobra Kai, so you don't get that hawk anymore. Johnny gave exactly. that to you. Or, you know, Johnny's yeah. the reason that you had that persona, so. Right, right, and and there, or Cobra Kai is the reason, not Johnny, yeah. because Johnny would be with, with Eagle Fang. Right, right. And it, it's also possible that, you know, this is the, the red and white and gray stripes on, on uh, Hawk's shirt. This could be an Eagle Fang. Right, because Johnny kept the colors red and black. True. Yeah. Um, he did. He did. He ditched the yellow. I, no, he didn't. No, he didn't. Because the hawk is yellow. The beak is yellow. Um, yeah, but, but yeah, but, this one's out of context, and I can't. I really am looking forward to seeing this scene. Yes. In context. Yes. Yeah. Uh, in the blurred image, I thought that was Nate because of the size. But yeah. It's yeah. Pretty. Okay. So now next is we have like four or five frames. We have Robbie in a flowered velvet tuxedo jacket, which looks ridiculously stupidly good on him, which should look good on no one, right? And he is dipping uh, a a female in a leopard 
print dress. And this female has a corsage on her wrist. Uh-huh. And who do you think that is? Who do you think Robbie is dancing with? I immediately just thought it was Tori. I think it's Shannon. Okay. I can see that. That's interesting. I, hey, yeah, I she's... think... Yeah, I, I, that because... You know, once she's when she's out of rehab and once she's cleaned up her life and everything, she's going to want to go home and, you know, work with Robbie a little bit more and get him back into a good place um, because she's not going to like where he is. But at the same time, he he's expelled, right? He's he's expelled. He can't go back to school. So he's going to miss his junior prom and Somehow, whether they sneak in or whatever, I think that his mother gives him that, you know, the the prom experience. They're obviously at a dance of some kind. You know, there's people in suits and everything. Yeah. But I, I think that's Shannon. Okay. That's interesting. Because the, the, that leopard print dress, she's worn before. Yeah. Is there any more frames before the dip? No, they are very, very careful at hiding the face. But what I do see is blonde hair. Yeah. The other thing I'm looking at is the the bust. Does that look like Shannon's bust? Well, you got to remember she's stretching back. She's reaching That's back. true. Mm. I will say, again, we're just examining this, you know, body for clues right right um i don't think that tori's thigh down by her knee is quite as thin as this she's gonna have more muscle in her legs yeah i i like the idea that that it's uh possibly shannon um you know kind of like naming him swayze right as his middle name mm-hmm. um maybe she's like hey you know show me some of those moves like my favorite actor or whatever you know right I, I can see that. And I, I love that Robbie woman. obviously can dance, but it would make sense, wouldn't it? Because, yeah. okay, you go back to the original movie and in, in Karate Kid Part 2, when uh, Kumiko is, is you know, Daniel lied, said he couldn't dance and then he could, and she's complimenting him. And he says, I've been my mom's practice partner for years. Now, in the novelization, there was a scene of Daniel and Lucille dancing. Um, so... I love the idea that Shannon did the same thing with Robbie. Right. Because that plays again back into the Karate Kid, into the into the original movies. And as much as Miguel is aligned with young Daniel right now, this would bring Robbie closer to it. Right. So I love it. I love the idea that that's Shannon. I but do we'll too. We'll find out. Okay. Next scene, yay! Yeah. They're to, they're still together. They're Carmen still together. kisses uh, Johnny. Um, so that one was pretty. Well, evident. they stop. They stop it before they kiss, but they're definitely. Kissing. I, I, f- I feel the blurred version was a little bit longer. I think it was. Yeah. I think it was. Um, but yeah, this this one makes me Heather. They're still together. They're still together. La-da-da. And and she's happy. Yeah. Carmen is happy. That smile on her face is real. Yeah. She is in love with him. Mm-hmm. And he is in love with her. And I love it. And all the relationship problems that Daniel and Car- or Daniel and Amanda had worried me so much 
these two breaking up before they got any further than their first date devastated me. Yeah. I need them to stay together. I don't want the bullshit soap opera-y will they, won't they thing with Carmen and Johnny. Right. I don't. Okay. Um, I just, I just don't. I want them together and happy. And next. And here's the other reason I think that is Shannon in the leopard print dress. I mean, this could be unrelated to that other sequence. Yeah, I know. Because it, it was very formal. In this one, she appears to be dressed as Ariel. Uh, yeah, yeah. Um, a, a bright purple maroon. I think it's red, and then the lighting is blue, so right. it looks purple. Um, she has seashells, um, you know, like a seashell. And it, this is not a full dress, first of all. Um, this is a bikini top that she has on. Because if you look, you can see her abs and the top of her belly button. Yeah. Right here. So um, this is a little risque. <laughs> yeah. I, I was thinking For a like, teenage show, she's wearing seashell bra. Yeah. I, I mean, maybe somebody's birthday party and she dressed up as Ariel for them. I, I, I'm not sure. It's, it's very brief. There's know. balloons in the background. Plastic re- uh, reefs reefs you know that uh to mm-hmm. give it the underwater look and that's maybe why we have to splash a blue um in the background for the water so, someone yeah. on a watch party stream yesterday brought up the like throwback to the enchantment under the sea dance okay that's funny because oh never mind it, it was when me and mariano reviewed um gosh was that uh, he's all that it, there there was there was a reference that he thought might have been um, a nod to Enchantment Under the Sea Dance. But, yeah, could very well be. Absolutely. I mean, the uh, the big three are fans of the uh, Back to the Future as well. And, right. and as and well this as some is, of the writers. This, this scene would absolutely fit at something like An Enchantment Under the Sea Dance. Yeah. Um, and whoever she's blowing that kiss to, um, she's doing that very sarcastically. Yeah. So that is not to someone she likes. Sam? Now. Next scene. Yep. I called it. I called it. I said I didn't know what he was doing, but I absolutely knew that those were Daniel's shoulders. Yeah. I couldn't when tell. In, in the blurry version. Yeah. Um, and Johnny's got him climbing chains. Yeah. You know, since since we're, uh, you know, kind of saying, you know, what we got right and wrong, I did call Johnny doing the crane kick. Yes, you did. I said. Th- I said. I thought it was Miguel. And uh, I know you mentioned the, the dark hair. Now we know that you know the headband made his hair look a little mm-hmm. dark. But I mentioned that. Well, we saw Miguel do it in at the tournament in season one. So it'd be nice to finally see Johnny do it because we know he had to have known uh, how to do it to teach Miguel to do it. Right. And and what I like about the you know this this shot obviously Johnny is training Daniel in in at, Cobra Kai. Uh, Daniel, but some. Uh-huh. Um, We'll, we'll, you know, maybe get some some muscles on those chicken legs. Um, but he, there's actually, you can see the muscles in his arms. As yes. he's, there, there's no way that Ralph is actually pulling himself up this chain. But he's got his muscles tightened enough. You can see he's got some. Yeah, for sure. Um, so the kids are not the only ones stepping up their training regimen, I don't think. I don't remember if Johnny had the eagle... On when he was breaking the the blocks in the teaser, um, um, I think he probably did because I think this is the same place. And I bet that's what now I was thinking, yeah. that, that that was a demonstration for Daniel. 
Okay. And that he's going to have Daniel do that too. Yeah, to kind of toughen him up a little bit. Yeah. I mean, climbing up on chains, not just a rope, but chains, that's pretty badass. Right, yeah. that's got to be eaten into his hands. Yeah, let's get some callus on those hands, huh? Right. Tripping all those okay. bullseye trees. So, the koi pond, there's actually koi in there. Yes, yes, you can actually see the fish now. Yep, lily pad. Uh, they have cleaned it tremendously since yes. the last time we were there. It was black nasty. <laughs> uh, um, Johnny doing kata on the, on the wheel. Well, Johnny's doing something. something. He's doing something, yes. Daniel doesn't even know. Once again with the what the fuck hands. Yes. Next Daniel's very that. good at this gesture at, at Johnny. Um, so I don't know. And Johnny's wet. Yes, so he is. He's been falling <laughs> in the water. Yeah. Um, but I don't know. It, this doesn't look like something that Daniel told him to do or something that Daniel was supervising because Daniel doesn't know what he's doing. He, he could be mocking. He, he could be mocking the the wheel technique. I'm, I'm not sure. I don't think so at all because look at his face. He's yeah. serious. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was he's thinking too. He's concentrating on whatever he's doing. Right. Um. So maybe it's one of his moves that he just wants to balance more. Yeah, could, that could be. Find, find some more balance. Uh, in the blurred version, I thought this was Sam because clearly I knew that was Daniel in the background. But I, I thought right. this was Sam, so it is Johnny. Yeah. And I, I, once again, I love it. Every, every shot of Johnny in Mr. Miyagi's backyard just makes my heart sing. Oh, like I, you I love not it. Believe. I love it. And then I, I did call Jimmy. this one. Oh, sorry. I, oh, I say I did call this one as well. Yes. Um, I said that some, this was a tumbling pass on a red gym mat because someone is a gymnast. Yeah. I don't know if that's supposed to, I mean, that's definitely not Uno, Una O'Brien, but I don't think that's supposed to be Devin either. But it's not Sam. The hair is too short. It's definitely not Sam. I mean, the, the the hair color, like, they're not even trying to make it black if it's supposed to be Devin, right? Because Una is definitely black hair. Um, right. I, I just think this is another possible candidate for Eagle Fang. But that is possibly Miguel and Jimmy standing next to Johnny? Um, Possibly in the in the brown suede there. Um, you can see Johnny very clearly. Um, you can't tell me that's not Jimmy. Hang on, let me. Now you got me going to look here. Okay, we will need um, Christy to sound in. I do not think that is Tony O'Dell. You don't. I don't. Okay. All right. We'll we'll have uh, we'll wait for Christy's response. I think yes. it is. Yes. Um, you know, Christy, Christy will tell us for sure whether or not that is Tony O'Dell. I don't think it is. Okay. We're not confirming anything, but I saw that and I was like, that looks like Jimmy. Yeah, no, I don't, I don't think it is. So. I don't know who that is, but I don't think it's Jimmy. Um, and it's someone wearing blue. Yeah. Which, you know, would align them more with Daniel. So. Yes. All right. So here we go. And to the next one. Are they talking again? They're talking again, right? Enter. One They're not the only seven. ones teaming up. Yeah. Oh, man, what a reveal. Yeah. Too. What a reveal. Because here is the ultimate heel, the ultimate asshole, the ultimate baddie, yeah. right, of the entire franchise. And he steps aside, and there is that beautiful silver fox. Yep. He looks very angry. It, 
he he could be, but it could you know maybe Cree said something. I mean, this could very well be like seconds after he walked in that door, but we don't know yeah, how long but, he's and been he's standing there. He's also in a very aggressive stance. He's right up to the edge of the mat. He's not going to want to walk on the mat in his shoes, obviously. Um, at least not without you know invitation. Yeah. Um, and that's something that I think that um, Thomas Ian would have a problem doing too. Walk, sure, sure. <laughs> walking on a mat and shoes. I mean, just um, you know, just a framing of the shot. It could also be like he had been standing there, and Crease has a proposition and turns to him. Well, what do you think? You know, and the the reaction could very well be like, "Oh, you're telling me Larusso's back." You know, like it right. could be something like that. I I don't think because I think the consensus, like I feel a lot of people are saying, like he's mad at Crease. That could be it too. You know, like maybe after the events of part three, maybe whatever happens to Terry Silver that we'll find out season four, maybe he partially blames Kreese for it. That's entirely possible because he did not. I mean, I I get the I I get the feeling. Okay, first, Terry was very into the torture the teenager aspect of the revenge plot. Um but I don't think he was a big fan of the gain a point, lose a point up to the point of disqualification um, and then, you know, push it into overtime and score there. Um, I don't necessarily think he was really behind the have Mike beat the crap out of Daniel before he wins yeah. thing. Um now, Kreese was Kreese was the one that was jumping up in the crowd and, you know, threatening to backhand women and things like that. Um, Terry just turned and walked off. So we really don't know how he reacted to that loss. Um, so it's possible. But if he's mad, then why did he come when Kreese called? Why didn't he tell him to screw off? Right. We will definitely find out in season four. Yes, we will. All right. And there's the ponytail. Yeah, we saw that before. Yep. And there is Joy. Yeah. Terry's in the the back dojo, punching on the punching bag like Hawk did. Um, It looks like, you know, somebody, uh, it looks like an addict who just got that little bit of um, whatever that turns them into an addict that they haven't had in a long time. That, yeah, you know, that and you want to talk about God Look shoulder muscles. Look at his Damn. Arms. Not an ounce of fat. <laughs> oh my God. In his back. Yeah. Oh God, he's got that dip in his back. Looks just great. below his shoulder blade. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. This man is a walking the boogeyman. Greek statue. He's just mm. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Beautiful. And those, yeah, and the muscles really, you know, he's obviously kept in shape and he's Great kept shape. up with his training. Absolutely. And, um, and I, I love that, you know, he's got the hair. He's got the silver hair. Are, yeah. we, are we supposed to believe? Here's the question Do you believe that man is 72, 73? Um, no, but that's because I know <laughs> in real life. Know that so he's it's a only yeah. 59, right? right. Yeah. Um, but we are we are going to have to again. Sus- we did we didn't have to suspend our disbelief in the Karate Kid three because right. he looked in his you know mid thirties in the Karate Kid three. Yeah. Um, I don't know that I can buy him in his seventies. Yeah. Um, but we will great. see. Yep. Yeah, we will see. And there's joy on his face. Yes. And that's what I love. And then we've got Cobra Kai on the IV. All right. 
And then uh, Daniel and see, there's that uh-huh. fresh cut on his face. So yeah, I, this one, this one is a, a, a bit fresher. And Amanda's going. If you had told me a year ago that our family's safety was going to depend on a karate tournament, I would have thought you were joking. But here we are, living in the twilight zone. Yeah, and uh, Mike over at uh, Cobra Kai Wisdom too. He makes a good point that yeah. Um, Daniel's just going to drink that wine. He's not going to say anything. It's like, mm-hmm, I agree. Yeah. No, he's just going to drink. Yep. Um, and he's not going to say a word. Yep. Um, because what do you say? You know, you can't say nothing. Yeah. Really. Um, I do wish that we had gotten to see Amanda's reaction to Daniel walking through the door covered in blood. Yeah. Um, I don't think she'd have been very snarky. At that point, but all right, that uh, that it, that is it. Okay, great. So um, there's the analysis of two plus hours for you guys. Uh, I gotta get going, so we really need to wrap this up. Brianna, where can people find you if they want to continue the conversation? I am Brianna twenty five everywhere. All right, for me, Cobra Kai Pod on Twitter, Cobra Kai Companion on Instagram. Again, we mentioned the Facebook group page. You can find all the notes. In the show notes, uh, the link to our thread list is in there if you guys want merch. We also have a uh, code for Contenders Clothing if you guys want some of those official Contender stuff that are licensed uh, Cobra Kai gear as well. Um, I think that's it. Uh, again, we got a little over three months left um, for Season 4. And so expect the rest of our Season 3 recaps to come before then. So yes, that's going to do it. Uh, Thanks again for tuning in, you guys, and we'll catch you guys next time. All righty, bye. Haven't you done enough, princess?